This is Mornings with Eric and Bridget on Moody Radio 89.3. And it's Monday and Glenn Zimmerman, Christian financial planner, is joining us for our financial update. And today we are clearing up misconceptions and explaining the rules for gifting and inheritance and how it works when your taxes, especially when it's a large amount. It's a question he gets over and over again in the office. We thought it would be helpful to discuss it here. Glenn, good morning once again. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Good to be with you. I guess, I mean, this is a question you're like, okay, this, there's no way this affects me or whatever. This is, it's not just for large amounts, I guess. It's for, this can really affect almost anybody, I guess is the point, right? Yeah. You know, it's really, it's kind of strange if, um, you know, over the years, I'm always kind of amazed how often these issues come up with people of all different economic backgrounds. You would think, oh, this is just fancy millionaires and things like that. And yeah, to, to a degree that that's true, but it really does affect everybody. And of course, taxes are, are the big questions that I receive. You know, I'm getting a gift from someone, you know, is this gonna be taxable? Well, believe it or not, if you receive a gift, it is not taxable. That one's easy. So that's mm-hmm. the good news. Does the, uh, the amount of that gift matter? Weirdly, it doesn't. Someone could give, gift you a million dollars that's not uh, taxable to you. So it's really strange. Um, so how, you know, how it affects the giver, that's really the question. Believe it or not, you can be taxed if you give money away. Hmm. So we're going to look at the rules for that, for the giver. And that's where it gets kind of strange and, and kind of confusing. Um, and then sometimes, you know, people don't even realize that they're making a gift. And this can come up uh, very often, you know, when, let's say a, a parent just to make it easy on their family, they want to add their child to their bank account as an owner. Makes sense, or maybe add them to the title of the house. Well, guess what? Um, you just made a pretty big gift when you do that, and that can have you know impl- really big implications, not just taxes, but can create some real problems as well. And we'll talk about that a little bit. And then there's inheritance. You know, if, if you inherit money, is it taxable? Uh, is there anything that that receiver of that inheritance has to do tax-wise? These are all questions that that come up kind of regardless of economic background. So let's talk about that, especially on the giving side first. Maybe we'll start there. When Mm -hmm. is my gift taxable? Well, you know, with gifting, it's it's not so much of it actually being taxable in the sense of money out of your pocket, you know, like our income tax return. But depending on the amount, it can use some of what's called the the gift and estate lifetime credit or exclusion amount. And this gets a little wonky, but uh, basically, many years ago, there was a lifetime credit amount of 600000 and they basically use that for gifts while you're alive and your inheritance when you die. And if you gift or leave more than that amount, you are taxed. So it's kind of strange, but back in the day when it was only 600000 sounds like a lot of money, but between maybe a house, a normal house, uh, a small life insurance policy, you could actually get up you know, over that limit pretty easily. Well, since then, the tax laws have really changed and that unified credit or exclusion amount is now over $13 million. So that's likely not going to affect many of us with that. But the other rule that can affect us on the gifting side, and this is where it gets kind of strange, each year the IRS allows you to gift up to, uh, it changes every year for 2024, you can gift up to $18,000 to as many people as you want without it affecting anything, nothing that you have to report. But if you gift 
more than $18,000 to any one person during the year, that's considered a taxable gift. And that would lower that exemption. So um, that's something you know you have to watch out for. And again, it's not really going to cost you any tax dollars, um, but it's a hassle factor. So all that I just mentioned, nothing to do with the receiver of that gift. Again, not taxable at all. It's the one that's giving. So again, someone could gift a million dollars, doesn't affect the person getting that gift. The person who gave that million dollars, though, just lowered that, that unified credit, that exemption amount. And this is where it can start to affect a lot more people. Um, if you happen to give more than $18,000 a year to one person, you have to file, believe it or not, a gift tax return. It's a form that you attach um, with your income tax return. And basically, you're just letting the IRS know, I went above the limit, I'm using my credit, and they, they want to record that you know, for a later date. And you know, often this may not come up, but it comes up more than you might think. Uh, mm -hmm. Gifting a car, helping grandkids with school or college. Maybe you're supporting a, a, you know, a child getting their, their legs financially or whatever, or an elderly parent with a monthly amount. You can gift, get above that $18,000 limit uh, kind of without thinking about it. So it's not a really big deal, but there is a form that the IRS makes you file and it's something we want to be aware of all right let's jump to inheritance side of things then when uh, we inherit a home or a car or a retirement account again what about the taxes on that what are the rules we need to know yeah and this is where these two for whatever reason the irs kind of tied them together it's very similar to gifts that huge 13 million dollar lifetime credit that applies to inheritance as well you know, so the person leaving assets to others very likely wouldn't have to pay any uh, estate tax. There is something called an estate tax. It's uh, different than income tax. It actually starts at a very high rate. But unless you have a very large estate, it's nothing you really have to worry about. But keep in mind, this amount is set by Congress. And there is talk quite often of them lowering that. You know, so if they were to lower that back to a million dollars or something, that could affect a lot of people. Um, but just like receivers of gifts, the ones that are that receive an inheritance, you do not have to pay tax on that inheritance, regardless of the amount. That's a question I get quite often. You know, my grandmother passed away and uh, left me a CD or left me a house or something like that. And, you know, do I have to pay tax on that? No. Um, so it's the ones that that. Uh, you know, that are giving that gift, that's a problem. Where, where it gets different with inheritance though, if you receive any asset, a house, a stock or whatever, it's like you bought that asset on the day that that person passed away, the one that's leaving the inheritance. So quick, quick example. So let's say, you know, use a grandmother again. Let's say a grandmother owns Apple stock that she bought good for her back in 1995 for <laughs> $10 a share, right? And she gifts that to her grandson while she's alive. Okay, again, the grandson doesn't pay any tax on that gift, but he takes on that really low price that she paid for the stock. So when he goes to sell it, he's going to pay a lot of capital gains taxes. But instead, if she in lets him inherit that stock after she passes away, then it's like he bought that Apple stock on the day that she passed away, and he gets a much higher cost basis. That's called a step-up basis, and the taxes are a lot less. And this can apply to land, houses, investments, anything. The step-up basis is, is really powerful. And in fact, I had a, a, I met with an elderly couple one time, and they had a lot of farmland. Um, they paid, it's been in the family for years. They paid very little per acre. 
and it was now worth like $4,000 an acre. And they wanted to gift it to their children before they passed away. And, and when I explained these rules, they were like, oh my gosh, that would have been yeah. horrible because they would have paid a lot of tax. So it's just mm -hmm. a strange thing, you know? So the other thing that can happen with inheritance, let's say, you know, a lot of people have 401ks or IRAs and you're the beneficiary of that, you know, maybe it's a child or grandchild or whatever, you know, it's great. You receive these assets. It's not taxable when you receive it. However, the new rule on, on retirement accounts is the, the person that received that has to withdraw the entire balance within 10 years. And this is kind of a newer law for people that passed away after 2020. Um, it used to be you could spread it out over your whole lifetime. Now it's 10 years. So each time you pull money out of that account, you will pay tax on that. So there's no tax on the inheritance itself but there are going to be income taxes on that income you know, over time. Interesting. As we think about the topic of inheritance, too, we think about some people in the news even who said, I'm going to only leave my, uh, my heirs a small percentage. I'm giving the rest mm -hmm. away. And it's just kind of sometimes we hear that and we say, wait, what? How would you? Why would you? And we sometimes make judgment about that. But maybe there's something they know that we may not be considering. Just as we wrap up here, talk yeah. about the problems that sometimes these issues can bring up. Yeah, it's so strange to say there's problems in gifting, you know, and because <laughs> we want people to get, well, it, yeah, it kind of happens. Um, and it's something you don't think about. Um, and I, this is a big issue that I talk about with, with our clients. Um, it's not a right or wrong, but these are, you know, well-meaning people that want to want to really help their, their children and, and grandchildren. Um, you know, most people don't think about how much they actually have. You know, first of all, uh, it's not that much, doesn't matter. But if you own any sort of home today, condo, whatever, you're, you're talking probably a couple hundred thousand dollars or more right off the bat. That's significant. And so you have to think through, let's say a young person, 18 or 21 years old, just all of a sudden, here's you know, a quarter million dollars in your bank account. That can be a temptation. You know, It can cause some problems. That money could be spent on frivolous things. And I've seen this actually happen. It can sort of derail, especially a young person kind of finding their way, sort of like the chick picking their way out of the egg. They have to do it on their own. You kind of want them to still find their way, develop a skill, a career. Um, and this is, I think, kind of why the Bible sometimes says money can cause a lot of sorrow as well. Um, so even though you may mean well with larger gift amounts, um, it's worth considering the impact on the receiver. And that's why you hear about people that have a lot of money only gifting a small amount. Um, so this is, you know, this is where having a really good relationship with the person that's going to receive that inheritance or gift, a, a child, grandchild. So you can start to you really explain your motives. So there's not any mis, miscommunication about it. Um, you know, and there are some I kind of close, but there's some, there's, there are some tools in, in wills and trusts. They're pretty simple, actually. What allows you to spread out a gift over time, it's very simple where you can say instead of someone receiving a bunch of money at age, you know, 20 or 25, they spread it out over, you know, age 25, 30, 35, even 40. And it takes a large amount and it, it's, it allows that person to better handle uh, larger amounts of money. So that's something to think about. Um, there's not a right or wrong way. It, again, with most things, pray about it, mm -hmm. get help. Uh, if you have a financial advisor, talk to them, attorney. Um, and again, I will iterate too. Sometimes things seem simple and it, let's just do this. It helps everybody. Putting a family member on a bank account or on an investment account or on a home, 
be really, really careful about that. Um, you have just gifted, first of all, half that balance to, for all the gift tax reasons we just talked about could be a problem. But that person you name on that bank account, they have every legal right to go drain that entire account. Mm. So, you know, people get into problems, things happen. Um, so it's much better to add someone as a beneficiary, which is very easy to do, where you maintain ownership of that bank account. But when you die, someone can take that account without going through wills. It's just very simple. That's a much better way to go. Anyway, I'll probably better close there. But, the, you know, these are <laughs> yeah. kind of confusing rules and it's kind of a strange situation. And, you know, champagne problems, as I say, these are issues <laughs> we all deal with if you're considering gifting an inheritance. But it's worth sitting down and really understanding the rules and thinking through, you know, the best way to do it. Well, Glenn, as always, yeah. thank you for your mm -hmm. time and your wisdom. And if you want to uh, connect with Glenn for anything, the information is listed at our website, ericandbridget.org. Again, Glenn, thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. Okay, right. have a great week.